Yeah. Uh, three, two, one, go. Hello and welcome to this. It's Freddie Wigan Home. This is an episode of that thing which we do. It's a mm-hmm. podcast. My name is Michael Hing. And joining me across is a man who's wearing a t-shirt who earlier in the week, I already saw him wear this t-shirt, so I don't know if you've washed it very quickly or if you're just wearing a filthy t-shirt. It's Ben Jenkins. Thank you very much for having me in my own damn house. <laughs> what's what's been the what's been the wash schedule on the dog with glasses t-shirt? The dog with glasses t-shirt has been washed. Thank oh, you very okay. much. If you want to come over and have a little sniffity sniff, you can. Because that's Thursday I saw you. Yeah. You were recording it. I, I do and that. And then we're recording it on Saturday. I did that. Well, let's introduce our guest first. Sure. She's an improviser. She's a writer. You had seen her in a viral hit recently very, on the internet? Very much so. Would you please welcome Claire Kavanagh? Hello. Um, I, I don't know if you ever had this, but I had a thing where I, mm. I, I, have, I have like maybe three t-shirts that I love. They fit nice. Yep. They've uh-huh. got good, like they feel good. Uh-huh. The print on them is good. This is one of them. Um, and sometimes I will wash it in the evening and uh, the day after wearing it. Mm. And then people. And, and, then, and then the next morning it'll be dry. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I'm being judged by, and I wish there was some way of, of almost like See. opening the conversation with like. So I was washing this t-shirt last night. <laughs> do, do you think though? I mean, look, it's 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 a tapestry though, Ben. It's yeah. because you're you're like literally before I I looked at your laptop and, and asked you <laughs> if you had a, had a protective screen installed on your laptop screen in order to stop it from scratching, and you told me that it was no, it was just a layer of filth. It was just scum. So what what it I'm saying so is bad. you are you are generally such a filthy individual that I don't like. You've told me that, and I've known you. For it many is years. within the responsibility that I would wear the same t-shirt for, for like. Days on it. Yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. No, I get um, it. I get it. So maybe what you need to do, and 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 Claire, you can you can tell me if you'd believe this with Ben. If mm. Ben every afternoon just rolled around in some mud, so everyone knew <laughs> oh, the t-shirt yeah. was very it was dirty. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the next morning, you saw him like, oh, that, there's no mud on that t-shirt. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's what I need to do because I want to get a whole at least at least a half day. Where my shirt isn't covered in mud, <laughs> but I do need it to be covered in mud for long enough that people are like, "Oh, that shirt's covered in mud." So they they store yeah. that away in the memories, <laughs> and then so tomorrow they're like, "Well, that's a clean shirt." Um, or you know what? I could just learn to not care what you people think. Yeah. <laughs> um, Claire, this is a podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, have you ever bought or sold anything online? I haven't bought objects, but I, when I was... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's specialized. Is the human soul an object? I, I, when I was like um, at uni, I put up an ad to be like a babysitter and like a, a tutor on, mm-hmm. on Gumtree. Was that a babysitter slash tutor? Like were you, because that is such an edge. I didn't, that, that's an incredible combo. What do you that mean? I, a tutor I, is just a babysitter for someone over the age of what, 12? 12. Yeah. Is that... Well, I did it like as if like I could do either. I didn't. I didn't. Double yeah, I was mm. like, I'll I'll do whatever because I just sure. really needed money. But I didn't. I don't know if I got anything from it. But I remember that like this weird gymnastics company contacted me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and I mean, to be fair, like I, like when I was a teenager, I used to be a gymnastics coach, so I think I put it in the ad. But I remember just like right. getting cold call from this woman, and like. <laughs> Thinking about going to the interview and then getting like, and, and I had to like prove that I could do a cartwheel and stuff and like had a certain level of fitness that so like got to the closer and I was like, I, I don't want this. I, I'll, I'll just borrow money from my parents. <laughs> there, there is something about having to cartwheel yeah. for money that is like. 
can I, can I, uh, yeah. you, you've buried the lead on that. So you, you were a gymnastics coach for a while. Yeah, when I was at high school. Were you, did, were you a gymnast before that, presumably? Yeah, I used to. I, I used how, to far did you, how, did, how far did one go in the gym, gymnastics? I was, I had a lot more enthusiasm than skill. I was. But <laughs> I would love if that was the Olympics. Just yeah. people just running around, big smiles on their faces, just running into the hobble hole. Yeah. Having a wonderful time. But I Swinging used, on the ropes. I used to do like this thing called sports acrobatics, which is like basically holding people, like it's like like circus, like holding people up. Sure. But I was like the base, so I didn't have to do any of the fancy <laughs> stuff. Real low center of gravity time. <laughs> yeah, that was me. So because I reckon, let's say that there is there is a, there is three people in this like. Uh, that's that's right. Yeah, you got three. Well, yeah, I reckon that the skill from person one to two <laughs> is just phenomenal in terms of just difference. So yeah. I would actually say that the skill kind of plateaus at that point. The difference between two and one, yeah, they're yeah. probably interchangeable. <laughs> But yeah. three, I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? I've, yeah. I've got so the numbers wrong. The, but you, certainly the person at the base of the pyramid is the strongest and least skillful. That's yeah. what we're suggesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, my, my sister used to be like the top and she could do like a backward somersault in the air and I could, <laughs> like I finally learned how to do a car wheel. <laughs> like that was a big moment So if your sister was sick, there was never like a moment where you were like, put me in coach. Oh, God, no. I feel no, like, no, 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 it's not going to. It's very funny that often in sporting teams there is an unspoken hierarchy, but in the human pyramid, it is a, <laughs> it's it is a, the subtext is really text in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, has everyone had a nice week? I've had a, I've had a lovely week. Yeah, uh, Ben. I and when I say a lovely week, I mean a horrible week. In that, I two things. I went to a gig the other night, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't realize this, but I had a flat tire as I was coming into the gig. Mm. And you you know why? Mm. It's because I ran over the. Uh, this is really <laughs> gross. I ran over the carcass of a bird, oh. and it got caught in the wheel, and the beak punctured a tire. Well, <laughs> which bird, is bird had the last laugh <laughs> there, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Now, I didn't hit the bird, but it was already uh, dead, and I tried to go around it, didn't quite go around oh, it. Oh, it exacted its revenge on the wrong view. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, but then, because yeah. because my tires are these things called run flats, which means you don't actually get a. How do you know what kind of tire you have? <laughs> oh, because I had to buy them last time. I had a flat tire. Okay. So they're tires because also because my car doesn't have a spare tire. These are tires where once there's a puncture, you can drive for 80 kilometers or so on them. Really? Right? Or if you don't want to drive for 80 kilometers, what you can do is you can leave them in the car park of the gig you're doing <laughs> for several hours and they'll just flatten themselves out anyway. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> but then I had to call a tow truck eventually, not realizing what had happened, uh, mm. just realizing I had a flat tire. And then when the guy was loading my car onto the tow truck at like 1.30 in the morning, he yeah. was like, oh, mate, there's a lot of bird in here. <laughs> A lot of feathers, a lot of, lot of blah. What's oh, going on here? Yeah, I see the problem. Yeah. Your, uh, your yeah. tire's full of bird. <laughs> it, was, it was very embarrassing. Oh, man. Yeah, that does suck. But at that gig, something interesting happened to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, after my set, it was at a university. It was a reasonable crowd. They were quite good, fun, mm-hmm. a lot of people. But after my spot, I was upstairs watching the rest of the show, and a guy came by. And he goes, oh, I really liked your set. And I was like, oh, thank you very much. And he goes, by the way, it's been 22 days since you last released an episode of Free to a Good Home. And he was... Johnny Calendar. (laughs) (laughs) And he was very upset. So I'm glad we're here (laughs) doing this. Yeah. All right. Well, there was some way that we could make it inaccessible for that man to get this podcast. Um, this is the honour system. If you're listening, you've got to turn it off. Press pause now. Can I say on that, can I just really thank... Very sincerely, the people who got in touch with Tom Cashman and called him off. I oh, told him um, not to murder us. Told him not to murder us. <laughs> and also, no thank you to the people who told him to murder us. <laughs> there was more than I was comfortable with with that. Yeah, very much so. 
Um, Claire, you had a good week. You and I made a a, a viral a viral hit at work. Yeah. Claire and I work at Tonightly mm-hmm. for the next little while. Well, well, till it's not till it's cancelled again. Oh, we haven't done a show since your your second show got cancelled, have yeah, we? Yeah, real fucking kiss of death. <laughs> real touch of death over there. Uh, if if you if any Freddie Good Home listeners would like a show to no longer be on television, <laughs> uh, do get in touch, and I'll do my best to get on the staff there. <laughs> um, but have you had a good week? Yeah, it's been huge. It's been I'm bit, very tired. Yeah. I don't know how you guys do it all the time. I slept until ten thirty this morning for what purpose? For what reason? Because really you were tired. tired. Oh, I see. I was also I up quite late last night. Playing a little game I like to call Dead Cells. <laughs> um, it's called that because that's the name of the game. Sure, it's not a nickname you have. That's the no, title it's of the, the video title game. The title the game developers gave the game. Um, Claire, can I ask? Well, once once you're a viral hit yeah. on the internet, does that change your life at all? Um, it does. Yeah. It does. What is, what, what's gone? What's what's happened as um, a result? My. Oh, wait, of- I, I'm not being sarcastic. The video was very good. Oh, it- um, <laughs> and, but it's been seen by three million people. So I imagine that, that some of those people would recognise you in the street or something. Uh, not at all. Oh. <laughs> uh, any, any any of your family though? My, I had like my cousin called me. I was like, Oh my god, I saw you on Facebook, <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, yeah. My Facebook friends. Yeah, you were. <laughs> yeah. You were, like I shared the video as well. <laughs> Um, you were the cross barista. I was, yeah. Um, and random people have liked it. I don't, I don't know. No. I was hoping this would be my it, ticket to Hollywood. Hollywood. Ho- Hollywood caught me. Uh, if it you. Yeah, they called me. That was me. Hollywood on the Gold Coast. Yeah, <laughs> that was. What brothers? What brothers? Who called me? Um, <laughs> hey, you owe them some money. <laughs> I do owe them. Uh, yeah, for that three parks um, in the past. It is really infuriating though. Like, uh, uh, um, it's it's so weird to have made something that has been seen. Um, by you know, and it's Facebook analytics, so you know you got to take them with a grain of salt. Mm. But like, has done objectively enormous numbers. Yes, and you will just see no benefit. Never. I did think of that. Yeah. Like the, the EP of the show texted me this morning and was like, 3.4 million. Imagine if you got 10 cents per view. I was like, yeah. <laughs> imagine. imagine. Also, also, like if we're just making up shit, why, why lowball it so much? Like, imagine if you got a castle in Scotland. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. Every time someone viewed this, imagine if I lived forever. Yeah. Mm. Like, really, like you've, you're only limited by your own imagination here, EP. Like, why, you're not going to be realistic. <laughs> Um, All right. Well, this is a uh, podcast. Where we go through the week's classified to find I've the best already and said worst that. things. To, I know, but I'm resetting as a radio uh-huh. professional would. Uh, and in case Claire, someone just tuned in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in case that person who we told to tune out thought he could just skip forward, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Take your you earphones again. out. <laughs> um, uh, Claire, do you want to start us off today? Yes. Okay. I love this one mm-hmm. so much already. Um, okay. Full teeth set, one hundred dollars. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> on. The, it's in a Facebook group, official Yellowknife Classifieds and Network Group. Okay. I don't know what that means. Is Yellowknife a town, I guess? I guess Gross so. Up. I guess so. And it just says, selling my uncle's full teeth set. <laughs> <laughs> Only worn three times. Only reason for selling is he owes me money. <laughs> <laughs> so I took his teeth. Serious inquiries only. Shipping available. Oh my god! And that was sent by Elijah, Elijah Fernandez. Thank you very Thank much, you. Elijah. Yeah. Um, wow. How much are they asking? A um, hundred dollars. That That's me- not much money. That's no. not much money at all. Now the the big question I have though is: Are they generic teeth? That have been made for <laughs> dentures. Generic teeth. <laughs> you know how, like, because you know how um, there are kinds of different, different types of teeth. If you get false teeth made, you can get teeth that are just like regular. You get werewolf, you get Dracula. <laughs> yeah, you just get regular teeth, right? You get pirate. But there's another thing you can do where you can get a mold made of your teeth and then they will remake your teeth, teeth for t- tooth for tooth. <laughs> 
But if hang on, if they can make a mold of my own teeth, why do I? Yeah. Need... Because because the teeth you have are so this is they do it before they extract them all to give you false teeth. Right. So it's the last hurrah before they give you the false teeth. Is they they make a mold of your teeth. Okay. And what I'm asking is, if I purchase these teeth, could I go on a biting crime rampage? <laughs> oh, I see, like the I dental could... record. Yeah. They and look They look pretty they look pretty generic pre- and nice. Yeah, right, they okay. look a lot like, I'll tell you what they look like, mm-hmm. they look like the teeth gummies, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> like they are... Yeah. But a sort of a, sort of a, a pardoned uh, version of yeah. those. Well, my bigger problem is that, I don't know if you've ever tried to wear somebody else's mouth guard. Oh, it would feel really it weird because it fit. isn't... Like, well, not all of us had like bloody boot- boutique mouth guards made for us. Even Couture <laughs> mouth guards. Uh, I, I would, smoke. <laughs> Be careful, that's bespoke. <laughs> no, if you because you know even you go to the chemist and you get the one that you boil in in water and then you put it in and then it sets to your. And you burn your mouth. You burn you, your mouth. Yeah. Rip your mouth hurts. I just realised you, that when you never I, boiled them in the, I never boiled when <laughs> I played hockey for one season in year four. Yeah. I wore a mouth guard, and I just realised now that I never boiled the mouth guard. In fairness, you're in year four. <laughs> that's not your job. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I, I think you're, you're pretty hard on yourself sometimes, Michael. Ian, but that's, um, that's a oh, failure of parenting. <laughs> I don't know if that's. I didn't realise that was a thing you did. So, do, so you boil a mouth guard obviously to soften the plastic, and then you put it in your mouth to and then it hardens. Yeah. Oh. Or if you're like me and grew up a, a fancy little boy, you go to the dentist and the dentist does it. Mm-hmm. Um, what if the dentist boils the mouth guard for you? Or? No, the dentist like makes a, a cast of your mouth and then I guess boils a mouth guard <laughs> and then puts it on there. I don't know. Did you have that? I I had the the chemist ones. Do you have to yeah. wear yeah. a a mouth guard for gymnastics? No, no. I think even if you're the bottom of the, <laughs> the bottom <laughs> <pyramid>. <laughs> No, no, you just tape your ankles. Did you did you did you do a contact sport growing up then that required mouth um, guards? No, I played netball mm-hmm. and I that, that, that was mouth guard territory? No, that was and again, not very good, just very enthusiastic. Did a lot of like the come on north, let's go. <laughs> I think I must have done I must have done Oz tag or something, because I remember having a mouth guard at right. one stage. Yeah, right. Or alternatively, you just your parents bought it for you as like a preemptive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Claire oh, looks like she's going to get bullied. Very I mean, she's at the bottom of the pyramid. I mean, it's, only, it's inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> this is a potentially stupid question, but is is netball an Australian sport? I think I think we're very good at it. Yeah. I don't think we invented it I though. Th- I don't know. I think it's like it's like a Commonwealth sport. I yeah. think like they don't think so weird. Why? It's like it's it's like rugby yeah. union, right? Yeah, it's it's a similar kind of vibe. Australia and New Zealand are quite good at it. Um, so do you reckon the, the the places where where they play rugby union they would also play netball? Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say yes. <laughs> I don't know, is, but I, I don't think I've ever seen outside of like you know obviously Kath and Kim, which is Australian, mm. a pop culture reference oh. to netball mm. outside of Australia. I guess in the states everyone plays basketball. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? everyone, everyone. It's, it's the law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do get in touch if your country is not Australia and you haven't and you play netball. Yeah, I'd love to know. I think I think I've seen I think I've been to a netball game that had England in it. Really? Yeah. I think England I feel like I've England is also good. Yeah. But also like you can't judge it if it's like at the at the games or something because at the games it's like oh we need a netball team like get the hockey players. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's true. That's, that's, true. that's, that's roughly the numbers. Um, speaking of idiocy, huh? Yeah. That's a good segue. Can I share this one with you guys? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found this today on uh, Craigslist and uh, it is entitled <clears throat> Not kinky. Okay. Looking for a man to beat me up for $150. <laughs> this was posted nine hours ago. Uh-huh. It's quite long, so I'll skip through some bits of it. Where is it? Where was it posted? Uh, it doesn't okay. say. I don't think I got that bit. Um, but it says, 
It begins as such. I know, I know, it's a weird thing to ask, but it's the best answer I can come up with. I already lied and told someone at work it happened, and I'm pretty sure they told my boss, and I cannot lose this job. So now that my lie, so now that that's my lie for why I missed work, I have to show up to work on Monday looking like I got the shit kicked out of me. And that is where you come in. <laughs> Here's the deal. I need you to come over to my place and beat me up. I, I swear it's not kinky. I'm not into that. Very defensive. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I could come to you, but I prefer not to have to travel after you beat me up. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's fair. That's why I've added $50 for your travel time. So it's $150 in total. Um, uh, we're going to chill for 15 to 20 minutes or whatever you like, and then you punch me a few times. And I mean like real punches. And yes, I mean a few of them. We can work out a routine or you can improvise <laughs> if you prefer. That way it'll look more random. Yes, and... Try not to knock me out because I don't have health care. <laughs> oh, that's grim. <laughs> and, and in reference to our re- uh, most recent classified, and don't knock out any of my teeth since I can't afford to the trip to the dentist either. That's so. That, that is like America distilled. Yeah. Like, please beat me up. I can't afford to lose this job, but not too hard. I don't have health care. Oh so it, it, it goes on for a while. Uh, he, this person, this gentleman, definitely wants a black eye. Uh, you bounce out with $100 in your pocket. I don't need you to be an MMA fighter or an amateur boxer, but you do need to know how to throw I, a punch. I would say it would be preferable if they weren't either. Of yes. Yeah, you probably don't want a professional person to be punching you in the face. Mm-mm. This is, my, I think, my favourite bit of the classified. <clears throat> Sorry, feminists, <laughs> but I need a man for this job. <laughs> <laughs> Just wild stuff. <laughs> if it's going to convince my boss, can't have some woman beat me up. My boss was in the Marines. Baffling, absolutely baffling. I'm sure, I'm sure he can tell the difference between a man punching someone and a woman. Sorry, ladies, but I need a man to beat me up. Oh, masculinity is wild. It's just so crazy. It is it's wild. crazy stuff. <laughs> if you're worried why I don't get a buddy to do it, yes, I'm new to the area. I don't really have any friends uh, I who, who I could ask to do this without it being really weird. And my neighbours are all women, children, and old people, so no <laughs> Like a... I reckon a young, a young a, a kid, you never know. I will pay, like I said, I'll pay you $100 to beat the shit out of me. You down to help a brother out? Hit me up. So $100 to punch up okay, someone with very fragile masculinity. So sad. He has no <laughs> friends. <laughs> let me ask you the first question. If he didn't have that caveat, yeah. would you be keen to do this for $150? You said you wouldn't cartwheel for a job, then I respect that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I know how to punch properly. Like I think I would break my knuckles. You'd be very enthusiastic, though. Wouldn't I would. You? Be, I would be so <laughs> yeah, enthusiastic. Give it a red hot go. Yeah, one hundred fifty bucks though. For, well, how long would it take to beat someone up? So well, it's fifting to twenty minutes. Well, no, he wants to oh, chill. Chill time. If yeah. you, if you, I'll have to like talk to him first. If you jump over the chill. <laughs> If you just like ding dong punch, <laughs> I reckon you can be out in like, three minutes. Yeah, you, could, you wouldn't even need two Ubers. You'd just be like, wait there. Yeah, yeah, true. yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I'd do it then. One hundred and fifty. If I could do it in less than an hour, that's like that's pretty good money. Yeah, yeah. You would you do it? I'd do it. I reckon. I'm with Claire though. I think I would hurt myself. Yeah. You could. You could probably kick him though as well. If he lay on the floor and I got to kick his face. <laughs> Oh no! Now I feel bad. I don't want to. No, I take it back. I don't want to. Fortunately, you have already. Yeah, sorry. It's sale of the century rules. It's your first answer that we take in yeah. this quiz. You are legally obliged. So here's one hundred fifty dollars. Beat the shit out of him. <laughs> um, this is a, a this is very rare on the podcast, but I actually happen to believe that this is not a sex thing. No, no. He, I, I think this is very clear about that. Yeah, yeah. I think as well. If it was a sex thing, I think you probably would have offered more money. I think. I think yeah. one hundred fifty bucks. 
for a sex thing. Like, cause you want it to be like 500 bucks if it's a sex thing because you want it to be like, once you've lied to... If you're a terrible person who's lied about this, yeah. you get them to your house and they start punching you and then you've got a big boner. Yeah. You want it to be enough money for them to keep going. Do you know what I mean? Or, or you're banking on them being so enraged yeah. by the deceit that they, <laughs> that they were pro bono. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think $100 is not enough if you're a fiend. Um, but also, like, this is a job. Like, there, are, if you want someone to beat you up for a sex reason, there are people yes. like there are people in the in the literal newspaper who will do this. <laughs> like, like, that's not you don't. Yeah, need... That's the other thing. I think they would probably charge more than $150. I assume. Sure. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. If it was a, this is the thing. This I do 150 bucks. If it was a sex thing. I'd probably want probably triple that. I think. Isn't that interesting though? Doesn't that say something about the old brain? Because <laughs> well, like, yeah, because it's like. It, if you're enjoying this, I want more, which is weird. <laughs> if you're the boss of this person, though, mm. and they've said to you, hey, um, I got beat up so I can't come into work. Yeah. And then they turn up the, like two days later or whatever, and they aren't, they don't have like physical bruising everywhere. Yeah. Wouldn't you just believe them anyway? Like, yeah. why, why would you, why, why do you need them to have a black eye? Also. To- also, just go to Sephora or whatever and get someone to like do the make. Like, just you can probably for one hundred fifty dollars get someone to do. Hang on, do you think that like because I know you can go to a makeup shop and be like, put makeup on me, but I don't think they're trained to do like, <laughs> like oh like stage makeup. I don't think you can walk into Sephora and be like, I want a Frankenstein. <laughs> 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 that's yeah, that's awesome if you can. Wait, so what is yeah? What is the limits of a makeup when you of a makeup artist when you go into Sephora and you ask them to do makeup? How much could you push it? How much? Uh, well, I mean, I think we can. There's probably an easy way for one of us to find that out. <laughs> um, former, former. Oh, I'm going to get this wrong, and it's going to be insulting. But I'm pretty sure former guest on the podcast, Balfi. Mm. Um, she works at Maya in the makeup in the makeup. Yeah, department. and I'd yeah. love to know from her if. If somebody walks in and is like, I need, I need a stage black eye. If she has, I think she would because she's yeah. great. But I, I had to go into the makeup shop recently to purchase some makeup for work. Yeah, uh, that is it's so SBS. Like, what do you mean? Oh, I had to get a camera and <laughs> got to provide your own stuff. Um, and the guy, like, I think, I think a lot of like very. Uh, I think a lot of men would go into this shop and they make a wild excuses as to why they need makeup because yeah. they don't feel like. Confident just to say like, oh, this is the reason I need the makeup. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. when I said to the gentleman, oh, I work in TV and I got to get some makeup for the for, to make me look less shiny on camera. Yeah. He absolutely didn't believe me, yeah. and then began to like quiz me on. Well, he was trying to pick apart your lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so mean of him. Because I, I think he thought that he, I think he was like, oh, what? So men can't wear makeup now, which is obviously like men can do whatever you want, wear makeup if you want, right? Yeah. But he was Frankenstein like Frankenstein makeup. Exactly. He was like convinced yeah. that I was bullshitting him. So he was like, he was like, oh, so what? What's your show called? Really? And I was like, oh, it's called The Feed. And he's like, I've never heard of it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, thanks, mate. It's on SBS too. <laughs> yeah. So no, I mean, no one watches it, dude. No one watches this one. And then he like kept asking me questions about it and stuff. And I, I wonder if he like went away and turned to his friends and went, fucking go over there. I had the opposite. Told me he was on television. <laughs> I had the opposite of that experience. Maybe like. Six or seven months ago when I had like, I, I just had really, really, really bad skin and I was like really self-conscious about it. And there was a point where like I didn't want to leave the house. And I thought, this is ridiculous. And so I went to like a makeup place mm. and I was like... Maybe you Frankenstein. I was like, just do, give me the full Frankenstein. Because um, I'm, I'm a monster. No, but I was just really honest. I was like, I hate I hate this. Can I, can you, can you show me how to fix this? And did they laugh you out of the store? No, it was like the most affirming, most amazing thing. It was great. Everyone was like, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Do they? T- do you feel like um, 
they saw a desperate man, they took advantage of you in any way? I put a lot of makeup. I'll tell you that much for free. Um, but it was no, it was it was really it was good. So mm. next time, just lie. Oh, I should say, hello. <laughs> just be like, I want to break down bar- barriers of masculinity, and then you'll get great service. Maybe people will tweet some nice things about me as well. Um, ben, do you have a classified for us? I have one all the way from Glasgow. Have <gasps> you been to Glasgow? No. All right. Um, uh, this is from Craigslist in general community. Mm-hmm. It's short, it's sweet, I love it. And it was sent in by Jared James. Thank, Thank you, Jared. Jared. Um, I believe this is your first, uh, first time you sent anything, Jared, I yes. think. First time we've read it out, so welcome to the Hall of Cowards. Um... Jenga. That's this title. Jenga. Like Jenga. The, like the block game. Yep. Hi, I have Jenga and four Dr. Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> Any females want to join me? I also have Mousetrap, but I'm missing some of the mice. <laughs> <laughs> End of ad. <laughs> That's the whole thing. If you're meeting up with someone late at night, do you think this is a sex thing or do you think this is a fun thing? You know what? Today I'm feeling good about people. Right. I hope it's a fun thing. I love Jenga. Yeah, I mean, the only only red flag that I'm really getting is that it has to be women. But it could be a woman. Mm, (laughs) I'm I'm (laughs) sceptical. Well, Well, Jenga isn't an inherently sexy game. Like if it was like Twister. Sure, sure. That is so weird that that's a game. <laughs> yeah. What? Like a kid's Children? game. Yeah. Twister. Yeah. I don't think it's... Um, I don't think you have to play it in a horny way. No, but I mean like... <laughs> in fact, I've never played a horny game of Twister. I know that's like the, th- like the thing is it's a horny game. I don't think I've ever played a horny game of Twister. Yeah, no, I don't think I have either, but that's my association with it, with it when adults are like... Like when you, remember, we, 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 well, I don't think I've played a game of Twister since I was like five. Well, that, that's probably why, and that's great. But I, I, I when, can't imagine. When was the last time you played Twister? I think I, it was. I was probably like nine or something. I remember when you and I used to work at the uni bar. Yeah. Like whenever the awful um, uh, like there was a society that oh the ski society. Yeah. That was. Uh, just, yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that, whenever that. they had parties, they had Twister. Like adult Twister. Uh, well, it's the same as regular Twister. <laughs> wouldn't, just wouldn't, the, wouldn't the mat be bigger? Oh, like further apart. Yeah, probably actually. You probably got it wrong. Um. Anyway, Jenga. I don't. I think that's a game about. You know, yeah, it's the least erotic of the games. <laughs> I mean, you gotta push. No, the I don't want to out. say it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you need a sturdy base, though. You definitely need. <laughs> I am actually very good at Jenga, so there's a connection there. Have you? When was the last time you played Jenga? Oh, I played at my other job sometimes when I with like kids. Oh, that's when right. I entertain you, kids. Do you think it's possible though? Mm-hmm. That given that the only um, people you're playing <laughs> Jenga against. <laughs> Are children <laughs> that <laughs> you may have an inflated <laughs> sense of how good you are at Jenga. I, look, it is equally possible that you are incredible at Jenga. I don't want to take that away from you. Mm. No, but I have to say, kids can be pretty dumb, and so like they'll be like, <laughs> they're like, like okay, so you got your three blocks right yeah, for your Jenga. Sure. So like, if you take out. If you take out the middle one, yeah. you don't take out the one on the left you, or the right. And then a kid will take the one out. The, and I'm like, it's so clearly going to fall. This is Jenga 101, yeah. kid. <laughs> Physics, like, it's going to... But so maybe... Yeah. All right, thanks, Ben. Now I'm I feel... I'm sorry. No, I feel, as soon as I said it and I saw your face drop, I thought I'm just... <laughs> I never uh, played... I never had Jenga as a kid. Is the rule you take one out mm-hmm. from the... It, can you take it out from anywhere? Yeah. Except oh, the top ex- layer. Except the top. Yeah. And, and then maybe you, the second one below that, maybe? And then, you yeah. can, and then you've got to put it back... At on the top. top? Yeah. Do you have, now, do you have to put it back in the straight way matching the way of the other ones? 
Or could you put it diagonally across? No, I don't think you've hacked Jenga. No, you, it's very, you don't really get a say in how could you, you just, put it standing you, up. No. no, you just keep you keep building it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Do you, do you ever see the big Jenga they play? Yeah, I, mm. I remember very briefly we had it at the bar that we both worked at. Mm. Big Jenga. And like everyone was like, this is so great. Why don't we do this more often? And the first time the tower came down and just obliterated like 20 schooner glasses. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. No, that'd be... Yeah, that's, that's why that we don't do yeah. that. Uh, the other portion of this ad is the four Dr. Peppers. <laughs> yeah. Now, I would think if you were trying to... If this was a hookup... You know, which is originally my, my original thought on this was this is definitely a hookup. Yeah. But four Dr. Peppers is they, they are they are that's not an erotic beverage. You know, Ooh. you might be like, oh, I've got four beers, I've got four Bud Lights or something. I've got mm. four, I don't know what uh, champagne bottles, right? Sure. <laughs> but four Dr. Peppers is not particularly erotic. And same with is a there mouth- any soft drink that's erotic in your mind? I'm just curious. Uh, yeah, you know what? Cherry cola? No. What no. about what about what about those fancy San Pellegrino? Oh um, yeah, Canottos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got four Canottos. Ding dang dong. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, like a like a lemon squash. Oh yeah, that's oh, more like fancy a, like a solo type thing. Yeah, but, but not you, a solo, like right. a fancy oh, wow. one. Okay, sorry, <laughs> Dr Pepper is a goofy nonsense drink for idiots. Um, <laughs> it's, your fa- it's your favorite soft drink, isn't it? I love it. Yeah. So case in point. Do you have a favourite soft drink, Claire? Um, I, I I'm a solo fan actually. Oh, love a lem- lemon squash. Mm-hmm. That's I've been, all. So I've been, I've been not drinking for the past like two and a half months now, mm. and um, I'm not I'm not going to drink until the baby arrives, mm. and then it's just on for a young and old, <laughs> and it's just doofy <laughs> doofy beer bong of the hospital. Um, they don't let you do that. Um, but uh, hey, that's a weird thing. The the smoking of cigars at the hospital. Surely they don't let you do that anymore. Sh- yes, they don't. No, they- you can't smoke at hospitals. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that was a thing, though. Like, when it'd be like, ah, my wife's in the next room giving birth to our child, but I'm out here smoking a yeah. big fat cigar. Do you know, do you know what's, what's weird about that to me, even, even when people used to smoke in hospitals, there were still maternity wards. So anybody in the area where the guy was waiting... Was either pregnant or a baby. Yeah, or, <laughs> or also in that situation. When yeah. people be like, my wife just had a kid, would you believe it? It's like, yeah, man. <laughs> like, that's why we're <laughs> here. I've had like nine cigars today. So are you going to smoke a cigar when the little froggy, little froggy arrives? No, but... No. Um, in, in, yeah, because I'm not drinking. And um, so I've really... You thought I was into soft drink before. <laughs> I've really gone down the fucking rabbit hole. <laughs> So are um, you are you going? Uh, is it is it the same way that a hard drug would be, where you need bigger and harder hits, yeah, to, to quench your sugary thirst? Yeah, well, it's also just like I th- I think it needs to be a bit of a novelty for me now. Oh, like it needs. I, I'm, I'm chasing weirder and weirder highs. Um, mm. Highs. <laughs> so like I, I fell down a bit of a, a bit of a um, a rabbit hole of like really fucking fancy weird. Um, uh, like, like organic cola types. No, or? like Italian bullshit that you usually put with spirits. Oh. Like bitters, and they come in like tiny little bottles, and like what? 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 What do you mean? Hang on, hang on. You talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to grab one. Okay. Okay. This is a mid episode snack report. Okay, so oh, so this is a yeah, they're called sand bitter, and um, and we have a can opener. Well, it's to <laughs> open it. Like, where did you get this from? Is this is this by Pellegrino? I I think it's probably the same um. Import company from the people who brought you yeah. San Pellegrino. 
So what? So uh, let me. Just, I'll just describe this. It's about. Yeah. It, it looks like a vial of poison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really does. It's, it's bright red in color, mm-hmm. and uh, Ben has. It, it's probably what, like two hundred mils, something if like that, that. If that, one hundred fifty mils. Um, Claire, would you like to speak to the taste of it? Um, yeah. It also has no label on it, which I just find really <laughs> weird. I don't know why that. Hey? Okay. So this is the podcast where we invite our guests on to drink poison. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it a? Oh. Is it a thick cordial? Oh. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> it's words. like, it's kind of bitter. Yep. It was sweet at the beginning, but then it was bitter. And it, at first I thought it tasted like creaming soda, but then oh. the bitters came. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh yeah. But see, that's how oh. far down the soft drink rabbit hole I'm going. This is the only yeah. way I can feel alive. Oh, it's syrupy. It's so yeah. syrupy. It's like when, like if you get like a, a vodka lemon lime bitters at the bar and the bartender doesn't know how to mix the drink. It just goes hog yeah. wild with the bitters. That's what it tastes like. Uh, so wait, how did you find this, Ben? Did you order off the internet? Is this the kind of thing that had to come through customs? or My parents have gotten really into me not drinking. And every time I... Because we used to like we used to just go over to my parents' house and smash like nine bottles of wine. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, and, and since then, mum has just managed to find an, an insane amount of these things. So whenever I come over, she's like, you've got to try this! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's such a mum thing to do. Yeah. Like, I've got a new hobby. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a fun thing we can do. This is like I don't I don't know how familiar you are with Ben's family though, Claire. But mm. they are like so much of Ben's terrible diet is in, informed <laughs> by the enabling behaviour of his parents. Right. For example, his mother purchasing bespoke soft drinks for, <laughs> for her baby to consume. Or the thing I, I found out about a month ago, which is that Ben's dad used to sleep <laughs> with a bag of picket mix next to his bed in case he woke up at night at two in the morning and wanted a sugary treat. <laughs> and, for, and for the longest time, like, I reckon I was like well into my teens before I realised this wasn't just a dad thing. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, you know, dads with a bag of lollies next to the bed. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Claire, do you have one for us? Yes. Okay, this one has been sent in by Lincoln Davies. Thank, Thank you, you, Lincoln Davies. Lincoln. Hall of Cowards MVP. Yes. Um, And, okay, it's from Airbnb, I think. Mm-hmm. And it just says, sleep in a car van. Very <laughs> low price. <laughs> I love um, it. For only £16 per night. Okay, so what's that? That's... Thirty-five, thirty-seven dollars, something yeah. like that. Okay, which like actually quite high. Yeah, for sleeping in a car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to point out that it says you could fit four guests, and I'm going to describe because it, it's it's just like a it's like a poop poop mover. It's a, <laughs> a poop mover. <laughs> a people mover. Like it's mainly like maybe a seven seater van. It looks you like know? a Tarago. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not an RV. It's no, a, no, no, oh no, Hundo P, not an RV. Like he's. Put the seats down, but I don't even know if that's a mattress in there. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, oh no, he goes in car van. Have a mattress. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you can sleep with your own sleeping bag or wheat blanket and pillows. Is wheat blanket <laughs> with maybe maybe blanket is already in the car. I'm okay. not sure. I sure. think a lot um, of typos. Yep, it's behind a house. Um, if you need to use the shower or the toilet, you can go to the train station. <laughs> wait, wait. Just eight minute walk. Eight it's just minutes. an eight minute walk away to the bathroom. I mean, how long's the drive there? Because presumably you can move the. the oh, van. no, no, sure. no, 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 no. <laughs> Cannot drive car, only sleep inside. That's fair. Uh-huh. You're not That's allowed. Fair. That's tough, but that's fair. It is one of those things where if you did go to an Airbnb and it was a car, you could just steal it, couldn't you? And yeah, they could never yeah. track you down. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is that uh, the interaction with the guests, uh, they're not there. The door from the car is just open when you arrive. 
and it's easy to find. So I, I don't know if Did there's I mean, any sort of security. Yeah, can you lock it then? I guess if if you lock it, you can unlock it from the inside. I guess you couldn't lock it from the outside when you're leaving, though. So you can't leave your valuables in there. But it's behind a house. So I guess like you go through the side passage. Sure, I guess. So have, have you been uh, traveling recently, Ben or Claire? Um, not in a, in a way that I needed to sleep in a van <laughs> that I didn't own. Um, I mean, sometimes like y- you, you get to an Airbnb and, and you're like, oh, this isn't necessarily what, what was promised. But mm. this is that. Yeah. Like, this is ab- he's it's, very upfront. It's pretty clear. I had a, I had a run in trying to book some accommodation recently. Yeah. I mm. wanted to go away uh, for New Year's Eve with some friends, mm-hmm. you know, just, mm. just a social Classic occasion. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Claire. I'm a very social individual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I uh, booked a, 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 like a house. What you call it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. four yep. walls and a yeah, yeah. yeah roof. And I'm aware of them. Yes, yeah. and not to, not to uh, outrageously boast. <laughs> uh, you know, and it was for ten people. Big roofers would go away. Big group. Yeah, mm-hmm. not not big enough to include me. It seems. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> well, you know, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just be well, there with your boutique soft drinks. <laughs> so, uh, so we uh, this big, big, big group of people. All my favourite people, my yep. best friends yep. in the world. <laughs> and to be honest, some duds. Because, you know, you've got you to fill out the numbers. Once you, once you get past five, it's just anyone. Yeah. The doors are open. <laughs> people I don't know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. My yep. boss from work. No. So, uh, and, and, and anyway, I booked this thing. was very excited. Messaged everyone. was like, great. Mm-hmm. Sold. Done. Knocked it out of the park. And then, like... Four days later, I get an email from Ozstays, mm-hmm. who was the broker of said uh, house, and they said that the uh, the person had cancelled the booking. You can't right? do that. You can't do that. I was like, what is this? What is this? And, and, and I got a message from them saying, look, sorry, we're not going to have the property available over that weekend anymore. And I thought, all right, maybe you want to stay there for New Year's Eve. Maybe you've got to take it for the market. That's fine. Yeah. So then a couple of days later, go back on the website looking for like more properties to, for me to rent out for New Year's Eve, and I see the same property <laughs> there for triple the rate. Oh. So what they've done is they've seen that I've booked it for a sneaky, snappy deal. They've gone, oh wait, let's boot him out and then put it back on. That is for almost one hundred percent illegal. So but then, now well, that the checkout's been cancelled. Yeah. I guess we'll never know. Get away with it. So wow. I, 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 I called Ozstays, mm. right? And I'm putting you on blast, Ozstays. <laughs> yep. I called them and they said, and they, and, and they were like, we can't help you. And I'm like, come on! You're the broker of this, this situation. Surely you can give them a penalty or something. Yeah, yeah. Can, you, can you put an X against their name? I demand justice. Yeah. And they were like, Kill no. one of them? <laughs> yes, just murder someone. Please, yeah. anyone. <laughs> and they said, no, look, what we're going to do is we are going to ignore your complaint. <laughs> and they okay. said... And I said, oh, can I speak to like a manager or something yeah. then? Because we get a cut of yeah. that three times the yeah. price and yeah. that would be very nice to have. Mm-hmm. And, and they were like, no, there's no managers available for you to speak to. Uh, we can call you back, right? So I was like, all right, this is the first time I've ever, I don't think I've ever asked to speak to a manager in my life before. And I was pretty sure I was on solid ground here. So I was like, okay, I'll give you my number. Can you call me back like yeah. in the next couple of days? I wait a week. No one calls me. So I send them an email being like, hey, just chasing this up. Just chasing this up. Again, nothing. I call them back. I've become the a crazy person by this point. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm an insane yeah. person who is calling an internet website to complain about a house yeah. I no longer have a booking for. Yeah. <laughs> this is not how I wanted my life to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I spend like uh, two weeks going back and forth with, with this company. And finally, finally, they say to me, okay, we'll put you in touch with the owner then and you can sort it out with them. Oh, yeah. So I, you you better believe I sent the owner a very, a very stern email. And did they get back to you? No, of course not. They don't, they don't give it's a email. shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, All right, well, yeah, I'll, I'll never read that again. Absolutely. 
I, I, I spent like I reckon two hours dropping this very this very wordy email. Being yeah, like, you've lost oh, your mind. Yeah, no, it, it really annoyed me. It really annoyed me. This is this is how you become a parent, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you know how you know how parents are just like insane about this kind of shit. Yeah, absolutely. This is how, oh, I'm becoming my father. This is fucked. <laughs> now that I'm saying this out loud, you, you, did you see how confident I was when I started the story? And yeah. how much as soon as I was telling people who I like and care about about it, it's, I began to shrivel in. It's one of my favorite phenomenons, actually. Like, and I'm sure there's a word for it in German where like somebody begins telling you something and then you watch them realize that it's insane. <laughs> yeah. I, I love when that happens. Realise you're becoming um, the villain. Hing, do you have one to take us home with? Yes, I do. This one has been sent in by Carolyn uh, Jeffries. Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you, Carolyn. Mm. We it, don't say it enough. Yeah. Mm. Specifically, thank you, Carolyn. Thanks, Carolyn. Uh, it is from the San Francisco Bay Area and the East Bay Community Activity Partners. And look, this one's a bit of a code. They're sort of skirting around mm. what they're trying to sell. Let's see if you can uh, pick up what they're putting down. All right. All right. It's entitled Morning Woodworking in the Berkeley area. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a man uh, looking for another man. I like working with wood in the morning. It's refreshing and it's a great way to start the day, being creative and productive. I've been curious to experiment with a new technique that involves soaking and or spraying hard wood with a salty water solution that can really make a difference when it comes to getting what I want out of what I'm working with. The idea is to make it supple, able to glide and easy to manipulate, but something it can stiffen things up. So you really... No, you guys look really disgusted by this. You no, I'm, I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really trying to imagine that it still would, and it works. Yeah, okay, in, all right. In my head, it's still like there's nothing that's a... This thing that doesn't make sense yet. If if I'm if I'm right, so this could you, you could you, you're you're thinking like he's managed to keep these two things parallel. Like he's never dropped it. If <laughs> that, that makes sense, impressive so, piece of writing. Yeah, yeah you're he's never like I want the wood to come. Every like wood doesn't do that, but like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like he's managed to. I'm hoping for another wood worker uh, may have a coveted. I think I mean covered wet area in their workshop where I can bring my piece of wood over. If you have experience with this technique, maybe we can compare our work or just experiment, winky face, and see what comes of our efforts. Uh, C-O-M-E-S, not C-U-M-S, just in case. Okay. Older craftsmen or younger craftswomen who, like, already cut white wood are preferred, (laughs) as that's what I prefer and I will bring. Weekdays are best, travelling in or from the East Bay. Note. I took my time to write this. You should too in your reply. If you're not going to read the ad or not a match, then please do not reply with a one-liner. Do not waste your time. <laughs> <laughs> now, is anyone going to turn up in sort of a, a woodworking apron with a drill? I think if I lived in that shop? area, I would love to do that. Yeah, just to see what happens. Yeah. See, again, this is the, like there is a whole section mm. of... Hey, dude... I want a hard dick, bring it to my yeah, house, there, please. That is absolutely, like, that is completely allowed mm. and encouraged on this website. And why not? But, like... Why do you have to dance around it about this? Like, because it's not even that This could funny. just This could just be a woodworker with a caps lock problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Because if you take the emphasis off, it does kind of flow. Mm. Well, particularly at the beginning when he's talking about making things makes you feel creative and productive. Yeah. Like, I've never had a sexual experience that's made me feel creative and productive. No. <laughs> so maybe. <laughs> Ashamed and in need of and sweaty. Or maybe this is part of the deal that like his very specific thing is like puns. Oh. oh. I don't I don't I th- I 
as a I'm comedian, I just made myself really sad. <laughs> I like to I like to keep my um my private life and my professional life apart, so I refuse to have jokes in the bedroom. That's, that's me. Yeah, that's, that's me. very big of you. <laughs> yeah, you. I think he does kind of lose it toward the end with white uncut wood. What are yeah. you talking about, man? What are you talking about? What's uncut wood like? What, Still you, a you, tree. He yeah, just wants to be able to bring yeah. trees over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you, he really managed to pull it off for like yeah. quite a while. Blech. Do you know what I would like to be able to do? And this is like, there is no emphasis here. This is, this is, this is a completely, there's no double entendre. I would like to be able to make stuff with wood. Right. Literally. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> again, like I, I have friends who've made like tables, like um, mm. Benedict uh, Alex's husband has mm-hmm. made like a deck. Like, yeah, he made a chicken coop for hum. Yeah, like I, that is a skill that I've always wanted. And I said this to someone the other day, and they were like, "Oh, you should learn." And I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> "No." But Ben, you are you are someone who every year I think goes through a phase of learning to do something. Yeah, like you'll have a hobby that you last for six to eight months or something, and woodworking yeah. could be your next one. Uh, you've you learnt too. I'll, I'll run you through Claire Thank Ben's you. hobbies. He's learnt um, uh, how to how to recolor old photographs was one he did recently. I, I still do that. I still do that. Yeah. Um. Well, there was another one. You there was a period where you were playing the guitar quite a bit. Yep. I I learnt Auslan for a while. <laughs> Auslan oh. for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you're 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 you. I would not if if you if. If we had to record a podcast once and you were like, oh, by the way, I've been taking woodworking classes, I'd be like, sure. Yeah, that's yeah. the next one. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Maybe I can I don't know where you'd go. My friend, like my best friend is taking um, woodworking classes at the moment and she's going to build me a shelf. Really? Which turned I mean, out very well for I'm, you. Yeah, I said, I was like, I really need a shelf. And she was like, I'll make it for you. But apparently it's really extensive because there's lots of... Ooh, well, is your friend fleecing you? <laughs> I sort of feel like a shelf is like... $8,000. She's not going to charge me. She's going to make it as like a gift. Oh. But her, Yeah, I know. I have really nice friends. Yeah. But her, the class that she's taking, she's like, it's expensive because there's lots of materials or whatever. Yeah, wood, I suppose. Yeah, mm. it's... Yeah. Where is she doing? I, well, we can do this no, off podcast. I'll find out. Yeah, but yeah. I, uh, I, that, I think that's a thing I'd like to do. Didn't you do DT as a kid? I was so bad at it. What do you mean? I was, I, I was so bad at it. Well, what, like what? just didn't measure shit. DT. I think DT is sort of. It's thought of as the easiest subject at school, isn't it? Really? Yeah, people make, and that's what I I didn't get a lot of American jokes about it because you know shop is like oh mm. right yeah, but that being for idiots because mm. I was like I failed like that was so fucking <laughs> yeah. hard and then I was like oh I'm an idiot. <laughs> when I did DT like in year seven and eight, when when we did the sewing bit of it, mm. the te- I took my apron home to help my, get my grandma to help me sew it, and the teacher thought that I just got my grandma to sew it because I was so bad at sewing and didn't believe me. And then when we did woodworking, we just made models of a cafe like we didn't actually make what do you mean you made models of a we made like little diorama it made no sense that's so much harder yeah it was it was so stupid yeah we didn't get to make a box we made you made a box and then you made a small intricate cafe and you had to measure I'm not patient it was not I I, yeah I in in year seven or year eight when we were doing this we had to make little boats out of balsa wood oh yeah little balsa wood boats and Mm. we had little electric motors on them and fans and stuff and not really understanding the science of things I thought and we there was like at the end of turn there was like a race for all the boats I thought you know what I'm gonna add a fucking jet to mine (laughs) to really just like blow everyone else out of the water Uh I had no I was like 13, 14 I had no understanding of how these things work and basically um, had like a little like I had the little motor with the end, the, the fan on it, and then I also had like a little 
um, tinderboxy thing that I lit, like a box of matches that I hotboxed. Like I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd cut all the yeah. heads off a bunch of matches and put them in the thing. And I thought that would yep. like make it go far. And so <laughs> no. I set it on, I, as we were like, right, is that guy? I set it on fire. <laughs> just like a Viking pyre. <laughs> in the school pool, just, just burning. Just befouled the school yeah. pool with ash and sulfur. And and everyone and else's boats are just... Ticka, 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 and then just mine, just this flaming heap slowly sinking. Well, you said the, the most of the flammable pool. boat. Oh that was. Oh, it has been a joy today. Mm. It's been a it's a it's a cloudy day outside, mm-hmm. but it's been a real sunny chat. Yes, it's been fun. Um, Claire, you where can a, people? You got, and you got a fringe show coming up. I yes. do. I um on the fourth, sixth, and eighth of September in Sydney. I've got a show called Literally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to Melbourne Fringe with it. Um, and it's going to be from the twentieth to the twenty fifth of September. Oh, we have people in both Sydney and Melbourne well, who are fans should... of things. Uh, is it an improv show? Is it a stand up show? Is it a storytelling show? What, what, what tell us it's a bit about like, it? Like it's like a solo character improv show so it's mm-hmm. a bunch of different characters that I've written it's comedy mm-hmm. it should be funny um, slash gymnastics slash gym- <laughs> mate I will put a cartwheel in it now <laughs> I will to prove that I can still do a cartwheel one of the characters is a is really re- resigned base of the pyramid <laughs> yeah. performer who wants She's to be on top so mad um, uh, yeah and it's it's kind of just a, a bunch of characters who try a little bit too hard it's a bit of a t- defensive teenage girls um, mm-hmm. And it does involve some improv with the audience, but only in a nice way. All right. Excellent. So yeah. That's called Literally. Literally. And it's on Sydney and Melbourne fringes. Uh, ben, do you have anything coming up? I will not have a job very soon. <laughs> All right. So if you'd like Ben to ruin your television show, please yep. do get in touch. Do contact. get in yeah. touch about it. Or if that. you've got a show, as Ben said, that you would like Ben to ruin, please yeah. do get in touch. Yeah. Um, we're talking the news. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will we're get in touch with the news. They'll be like, the news is cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> that's never <Okay>. happened. <laughs> Question time when they yeah. play that. The whole news. Um, I've got a Fringe show coming up as well at the Sydney Fringe. I'm trialling a new hour of material. Um, I think it's called Work in Progress or something. It's on mid-September at the Factory Theatre. So come on to that. I think tickets are real cheap because I haven't written many jokes. It'll be fun. Uh, But I think that's everything we want to plug, right? Yeah. uh, um, Dragon Friends will be in Melbourne um, for PAX, which we're announcing now, which is really cool. That's cool. Yeah, we'll Um, be doing that. uh, And we we might be doing another show around that time too. Please keep sending in your classifieds as well. That makes it a lot easier for us to do this show. And we will see you next time. Bye. Oh, if you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. If you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.